the college football experience week 11 reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to weigh and sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. talk about all the action, the college football stuff that's been happening. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swiggin' database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, man, what a fun day today was. A lot of, lot of great games. Got to check it out. If you missed it, you know, first off, if you're wondering where the hell Patty C is, he is on his way to, uh, to out of town. He's going to the the 49ers game tomorrow. So he just went up there and got, uh, you know, having a good time. So he's out, he's out of the office. It's just me. You're stuck with my stinking face and my stupid opinion. So you are just going to have to deal with it right now. We got some ball games going on. We got Utah only up 14 to seven on Stanford in the third quarter. Bit concerning. I would say that deserves one of these. Well, well, I don't get the rain man cold. Uh, San Jose State is down twenty-four to fourteen to San Diego State, which is crazy because I believe San Jose State went up fourteen nothing. So twenty-four unanswered from the Aztecs. That's at the half. Critical game for Patty C's uh, win total of over on San Diego State. There, uh, something to monitor. We also have the Arizona Wildcats. Up 21 14 in uh, at the Rose Bowl, stacking the money green and real money. Kramer are there, you know, enjoying the wine and cheese crowd. Probably a nice solid 300 people there, but they're enjoying it. Um, And Boise State is up 21 nothing on Nevada. I have currently clinching a Boise minus 20 and a half ticket that I'm sweating. Boise is inside the, the red zone, though, so hopefully. That game's in the snow. It's awesome. It's football weather, baby. Barrett Sally trying to say football weather is 70 degrees and sunny. Get the fuck out of here. Look up your history. Know your history. All right. Football's from Jersey. We did the weather report on that. Patty C was tweeting that. November. Get out of here with that nonsense. It's meant to be in the cold weather. Um, 
Currently, uh, Utah State up 17 10 on the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors on the island. Shout out to Oink Oink in the chat. He says he's happy to be here. Well, I'm happy that you're here because we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We'll start off uh, Notre Dame 35, Navy 32. Boom, midshipman cash. Navy had one of the worst onside kicks I've ever seen. The ball went like three yards. Uh, or perhaps they might've won the game, but Notre Dame wasn't charged. Uh, I want to say they were up 35 to 13 at halftime. Navy scored 19 on answer to make it a game. Shout out to Ken Niamata Lolo uh, and getting that cover. And I guess uh, before I go game by game, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room here. Uh, game of the day. Well, actually let's just go chronologically because there was like three or four games that were probably on the same level. Uh, but Notre Dame beats Navy 35, 32 Notre Dame blocks another punt. Their special teams has been fantastic under Marcus Freeman, but you know, and, and that that's a win. We all expect Notre Dame to get, um, I still don't know. Like if they're I, a great team, their resume is not great. Although they have some good wins against ACC opponents. Uh, and that's kind of the, the tone for me this year, a lot of years, but especially this year. I really don't know. We, we just need a large playoff. I mean, in general, every year, but specifically this year, can you really tell me you feel comfortable? It's like Patty C said today, he was saying, dude, after like the fourth best team in the, in the, in the nation, I got no idea from number five to number 50, it's a very thin line uh, in his opinion between, between five and 50. And I agree. Shout out to Ryan McIntyre in the chat talking about those Mountaineers. Oh, oh, the same Mountaineers that uh, me and Terrell Furman called on the money line as an eight point dog today. Yes, those same Mountaineers getting it done, saying fuck you to Oklahoma before they. That's their last time coming into Morgantown. There we go. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame wins by three, but like, okay. Notre Dame's number 20 in the nation. They, they, they don't, it's Notre Dame. They, they probably don't deserve to be number 20 in the nation uh, from a resume standpoint. They don't. Um, but at the same time, if you told me Notre Dame was playing, I don't know who's, who's if Notre Dame was playing uh Ole Miss tomorrow, I got no idea who's winning that game. I, I know what I think, but even with that, I don't even know how to set a line on that. I would think Ole Miss would win that game, but I don't know because Notre Dame's defense is good enough. Shout out to Jake Paquin in the chat because I'm throwing AJ Williams in the locker for knocking Antoine out before half. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Uh, that was tough. He had a he had some props going. He had 81, 19 yards shy of cashing the 30 to one parlay. Oh man, that's brutal. That's brutal. Um, well, if you listen to our morning show or if our, our other shows throughout the week, um, you know that I called for Yukon. I locked up Yukon plus 14 and a half points, but I also took Yukon on the money line. Boom. Let's go, baby. If Jim Mora is not in the, the, co- the, the conversation for, for coach of the year, something's wrong. Something's really wrong because UConn is bowling. Now they're bowl eligible. Who knows if, you know, they, 
the selection committee hates independent teams not named Notre Dame, so they probably won't even uh, so, you know select them. But I think UConn was good. they got Army next. I think they're going to beat Army. It's going to be a game, of course, but I, I I think they're capable of beating Army. They can get seven. Wait, regardless, even if they end up six and six, this is one of the best coaching jobs. And that's that's the theme, uh, you know. I've, and I I feel like I'm a broken record a lot of times, but I think that's the theme of it is of this season. Uh, Real Money Kramer was asking me tonight. He stopped by the studio and said, "Hey." What's the deal with Brent Pry? What's the deal, right? Well, I mean, Brent Pry still might work out, but I don't understand. I you see Mario Cristobal uh, at Miami, you see Brent Pry at Virginia Tech, Tony Elliott at UVA, uh, and some of these other these other coaches that you know are coming in and kind of struggling in year one. And you look at you know the likes of Sonny Dykes at TCU. TCU was a losing team a year ago. Now that team he walked into was actually decently talented from a composite ranking, but Duke, look at what Duke had. Duke had no talent. Look what Mike Elko's doing at Duke. Look what Jim Moore Jr. is doing at UConn. And and then that's what I mean is like you you see these coaches that are, are are making it work, and I tend to think more than ever, coaching is so much more important than than personnel. Uh, it's it's remarkable. I mean, UConn. Let alone they're they're they had no talent on this roster. Then their starting quarterback, Taquan Roberson, a four star from Penn State who transferred in, who was the most talented guy on the roster from a recruiting composite. He tore his ACL in the first quarter of the Utah State game, the first game of the season, week zero. So he's been out all year. So Jim Moore is doing this with nobodies. And it's fantastic. It's unbelievable to watch. I, I'm very excited for the future of UConn football. I hope he stays at UConn. I, I, shit, everyone should be calling him, but I hope he stays at UConn. I know he's living in like a fucking haunted house uh, in New Haven or whatever. I mean, I, I'm seriously really impressed. And, and that's that's what I mean, though, is getting back to the coach conversation is how can those guys do it? Sonny Dykes, okay, his team was talented, but it doesn't matter. That same, t- that same team sucked last year, and he lost Zach Evans to Ole Miss. And, and he's looking at him. He's undefeated. Mike Elko Duke was getting blown out by like 40 points every game last year. Go look at their, go look at their record and their schedule from a year ago. Yukon was the worst team. I mean, Yukon lost to, to, to FCS teams. Unbelievable job. These guys are doing Unfucking believable. Just coaching that you see right there how important coaching is because I can tell you this Miami's recruiting composite was top 15 Virginia tech's talent level. Wasn't nearly as bad as their performance. They're putting out Virginia. How about Virginia? Virginia had Virginia brought back a, a lot of their offense minus their offensive line. Like their, their wide receivers their top four wideouts. Uh, they, they brought in, uh, they had Brandon Armstrong coming back and you would think, okay, the offense can't be that bad. Well, no, it is that bad. How, that's gotta be coaching. That's gotta be coaching. And Brandon Armstrong if he wants to can take advantage of the COVID eligibility, uh, you know, I know he's a senior, but he still can opt to come back to college football. And if I was him on transfer out, probably, I mean, it just shows how much coaching matters to me. It's so much more important than everything else. So much more important. Um, SMU covers the 17 and a half brutal. I took South Florida. Uh, as they take down South Florida. Speaking of coaching, South Florida's gonna be looking for a coach, but SMU moves to six and four. Decent first year for Rhett Lashley uh, in in Dallas. There, 
I know the chat saying Iowa State uh, would beat Notre Dame. TJ Sunstein saying that or Sunstein. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they could. I think they that would be a game. But that's what I mean. And we talked about this. We always use Iowa State as the model as they lose another close game today. Um, this year is crazy. And I, 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 I made this statement. I was watching the Arkansas LSU game this morning, which I thought was a pretty shitty football game. As far as, as far as the game, like the, the, the teams didn't look very good. Arkansas started. Why did they not start Cade Fortin from the start? I have no fucking idea. They went with Hornsby. He was awful. Um, but Arkansas didn't look like a good team. LSU didn't look like a very good team. The whole game. I mean, yes, that the 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 one guy is an absolute beast. Who had they look like fucking Derek Thomas. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now because I've been drinking for six hours. Um But I'm sitting there like LSU's gonna win the SEC West. I mean, they got it done. Brian Kelly's a great coach. I did think he he uh made the necessary like they were in some they didn't look good, but they were there. They got the dub and they were the better team on the, on the field today. They were, I don't want to take that away from them, but I tweeted out that I don't think both teams are really good. And I don't think LSU is like your typical top 10 team. I don't think they, I mean, I don't want to say they shouldn't be in the top 10 because based on their resume, they should be. But they're, when I watch them, I go, this is a team that could lose to the 55th team in the nation. I really feel decent about that. Like. I, I am not wowed by LSU and that that's, that's what this season is. Is like, you have a team that's like what? Number seven that honestly, if you told me they're lining up next week on a neutral site against a random fucking team in, in my tweet, I said, coastal Carolina or Appalachian state, I think they're capable of beating them. And I think it wouldn't be that. I, I think it'd be a game. Like, I don't think that I do not believe it would be a double digit game. I mean, could it happen theoretically? Sure. But I actually think it is a very, very close game. That's what this year is in college football. Fucking insane. Um, Missouri. And, and this one was crazy because I mean, I took Tennessee minus 20. I didn't bet it, but I'm saying I picked it and uh, I don't know what happened. This was like, I mean, and Tennessee was always ahead of them, but man, I turned that game off and put on an, another game. I did not realize they scored 66 until I was watching like a halftime report. And I was like, "Whoa, they scored 66. They were scoring a lot. Don't get me wrong. They were in like the forties, but I thought it was kind of done. Um, 66, 24 Tennessee rolls. Yeah. Tennessee continues to look really good. Uh, unfortunately, Georgia locked up the sec East right now. So, and there's not a lot of meat on the bone left, but you know, they did have Oregon lose tonight. So, uh, Tennessee's chances, I guess, are good to get to the invitational, even though they would not play in their conference championship. I guess it's decent. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck they, they decide that doesn't make any sense. Um, Oklahoma loses to West Virginia. How about that? Dub V gets that dub. Uh, you know, they're still alive to make a bowl. That's what I mean. Big 12 is the best conference. Fight me, fight me. It, it, like you saw it today, how down the sec is. Bama's not the same Bama. Uh, in my opinion, LSU, yeah, they they they're the best team in the West because they're going to win the West, but they they don't look great to me. Kentucky lost to fucking Vanderbilt. The like okay, Tennessee, Georgia are good. After that, I don't feel comfortable saying anyone else is like elite. 
maybe Bama if I had to. Uh, even though they lost, so I don't know. It's all, it's all, it's all nonsense. But that's why we need a large playoff. We need a fucking really large playoff. Um, who's the worst team in the Big Twelve now? I got no idea. Texas Tech beats Kansas. Is Oklahoma the worst team in the Big Twelve? It's a fair question to ask yourself. Oklahoma or Iowa State? And I do think they would beat. And we we talk about this every week. So I mean, you're not hearing anything new, but I think they would beat a lot of other teams. Like someone at uh, someone was tweeting me about Florida State today. Shout out to Mike Norvell in Florida State. He's doing a great job. They're whooping ass two weeks in a row on the road. Even though I know that one of Miami Gardens is like fifty fifty Miami uh, and Florida State fans, but they look really good. They're capitalizing on the mediocr uh, the, the mediocrity or the shit that is the ACC. Kudos to them. But if you told me Florida State was playing Iowa State or Oklahoma tomorrow. I would take Iowa state or Oklahoma. I really would. I'm not saying that to talk shit about Mike Norvell. I really fucking would take them. Um, next up, Indiana's at Ohio state. That game, big noon kickoff should be fucking ashamed of themselves. That was a ridiculous, ridiculous. I didn't watch much of this. Saw it was snowing. So I turned it off for five minutes. This game's terrible every year. We got to open the season with this next year. Why? What did we do to deserve that? What did we do to deserve that? Uh, Ohio State looks great. Indiana's terrible. Tom Allen. You got to wonder if he's going to get fired this year. Something to something to consider. Um, and then who would they bring in? Interesting, interesting. Uh, you know, to think about the possibilities of who could they could they bring in Tom Herman. Maybe that would work out. I don't know. They bring in Gary Patterson. Would Gary Patterson take that job? It'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting to see. Virginia Tech seven, Duke twenty four. My point exactly. Mike Elko. One team looks prepared. The other team looks like they've never played football. Virginia Tech's awful. They're fucking awful. I would be very concerned if I was a Virginia Tech fan. I really would because recruiting only gets you so far. I don't, I, I, you gotta be able to win games as a coach. Your offense looks like shit. You got to fire that OC or something. I don't know. Um, Purdue 31, Illinois 24. Wow. I was impressed. This was a fun game. Actually. No, I didn't. I ate shit on this one. I can't play that one. Um, I'll play this. This was a wild one. They, they, these teams were fighting. It was great. There's penalties. It was fantastic. It was in the cold. It was fucking great. But shout out to uh, Jeff Brom. And now the Big Ten West is a bundle of fun. Everyone's five and three. Or, yeah, five and three, right? Five and three or three and three. I don't know. Everyone has three losses. Like Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, Purdue, Illinois. And then one game back behind that is Wisconsin. <laughs> a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Purdue though. And shout out to my DFS play of Payne Durham. That was a bit, that was a power play right there. Um, Vandy 24, Kentucky 21. The fact Kentucky was ranked was fucking ridiculous. This is, you see this all the time. It's like the year the big 10 had Indiana with that. Remember the big 10 had like a five game schedule and they put Indiana in the top 10 with Michael Penix. 
It was the biggest crock of shit ever. And if you look into it, you'll always see it's a jaded deck of cards from the start. Kentucky had no business being ranked. South Carolina the other week had no business being ranked. If you actually watch the games, they're not a very good football team. They're not a very good football team. I know you got to rank somebody, but be a little more fair. Be a little more fair. There's some other teams out there that are better than Kentucky, and we've watched them, you know, be better than Kentucky. Shout out to uh, Vandy, Clark Lee. They're they're getting better. They are getting better. Like I, I made this argument, I think, a couple episodes ago, where I was talking. I was like, they're like one of the better of the worst Power Fives. If you did take like the t- if you had a playoff of the worst power fives of Virginia, Virginia tech, Boston college, Georgia tech, Miami, those five from the ACC, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers, those three from the big 10, that's eight teams there, Colorado, Stanford from the pac 12, that's 10 teams. And then you throw Vandy in as 11 and you throw, I don't know, like Texas tech. No, I guess. I guess Iowa State in there. I think Iowa State would be the best by far, by far. I think Iowa State would 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 be hands down way better than everyone else. But then after that, I think Stanford and Vandy are better than everybody else. Maybe you throw BC in there. BC's improving. Impressed by that that quarterback today. Um, shout out to Vanderbilt. The Clarkley is is doing it slowly, slowly but surely. Uh. Michigan State 27, Rutgers 21. The Scarlet Knights cover this game. I didn't watch one fucking snap of this game, I'll be honest. But shout out to Sparty. The more players you get suspended, the better your fucking team is. You keep winning these games, all of a sudden you're four and five. I already cashed on the under, though, so it's too late. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Do you think Michigan State gets to a bowl? They have Indiana. Well, wait. Yeah, they're, 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 they're going to be, what, five and five? They're going to go bowling. They get Indiana in, in East Lansing and then they're at Penn state. They're going to go six and six. They're going to end up in the, uh, I don't know, fucking Kung pile chicken bowl and boom. Rutgers still like, they just don't have an offense. I don't understand how you can't get a better offense every year. Like the defense is somewhat solid. The special teams is somewhat solid. Offense sucks every year. Same team over over and over again, LSU 13, Arkansas 10. We talked about that one. How about the, the Virginia Cavaliers first two plays of the game, pick sixes to the pit Panthers pit 37, Virginia seven. I had Patty C. He's lucky. He's not fucking here today. Cause all last week you're telling me that Tony Elliott and the Wahoos are turning a corner. What corner are they fucking turning? What corner are they really turning as pit rolls them? How about the JMU Dukes though? Patty C would be able to bounce back with this one. 37 to three over old dominion. JMU is good. This is what I mean though. I honestly have no idea. Like if you told me Notre Dame's playing James Madison tomorrow, I would favor Notre Dame, right? I really would. But JMU is like, Mar- is like, Mar- I know they lost to Marshall, but they didn't have their starting quarterback. I put them on the same level. There's not a big gap. There's not a big gap. So if you had a large playoff, it'd be fantastic because you have no idea how these outcomes would be. Notre Dame seems to be playing a lot better right now. So obviously they, I think they would beat James Madison, but James Madison is not bad. Not a bad team. How about ULM? Shout out to Terry Bowden. Never, never fade a Bowden in a big game. 
They can, they moved to four and six, keeping their bowl hopes alive. Take down Georgia State. What an upset! They were solid dogs. Shout out to Jerry Kill in New Mexico State as they roll Lamar fifty-one to fourteen. Oh, that's my over there, cashing, cashing. The cash last week or two weeks ago, but I'll play the music again, promote myself. So, um, Rice ten, Western K- Kentucky forty-five. The Hilltoppers are good. They're better than what they thought they would be. I really believe they're better than what I thought they would be. I mean, I did not think they'd be this good. Shout out to the Hilltoppers and, uh, and Helton doing a good job there. Tyson Helton, uh, temple 40 or 36 Houston, 43. Shout out to the Al Stan Drayton's got temple playing a lot better than what we figured as well. Even though they're still losing these games, they scored. I mean, they almost won that game. They were in that game. They were in that game. Oh shit. We got Dryden in the chat. There we go. He says, fuck the ducks. Yes. We will get there talking about them. Arkansas state 35 UMass 33. Wow. Almost happened. Butch Jones almost lost to uh, UMass uh, UMass covers. Wow. It's going to be interesting to watch those two teams next year. I think Butch Jones was a bad hire at Arkansas state. Don Brown, I thought was actually a pretty good hire, but he's got to get the offense going. Got to get the offense going. Nebraska three, Michigan 34. This game was in the snow. It was awesome. Looked cool. We like to watch games in the weather. So I had this one on the TV, even though Nebraska got their ass whooped. Nebraska no longer can make a bowl, which means their streak will continue. They're the only power five since 2017, not to go bowling or be bowl eligible. The only power five in the country. That's fascinating. Uh, how about the Washington state Cougars? All that they've been through, uh, with the Rolovich situation, Jake Dickert's doing a really good job there that, you know, they should have beat Oregon back in, uh, whatever week that was week three or something, but you know what? They, they got their heart broken in that game. Then they had Utah on the ropes, got their heart broken that game. They even, I thought played USC better than that score indicated. Thought USC got some favorable calls in that matchup. But they get it done uh, against Arizona State. They are bowl eligible, six and four currently. They're a good team. They're a good team, and uh, it's it's cool to watch Washington State. They're going to be good. Uh, I think even next year they'll be good. I think next year they might even be better. Um, Miami thirty-five, Georgia Tech fourteen. This game was like so. Miami led this game. I think the whole way they were up fourteen nothing. I feel like at no, I think fourteen seven at half. And in the fourth, Miami had an, uh, just an offensive explosion or, or I think a pick six or something. Yeah. That's what it was. They scored three touchdowns really fast in, in a, th- in like a four minute window in the fourth quarter to get this thing cranked up to 35, 14. Hey, whatever you got to do, Mario Cristobal, if you can get yourself to a bowl, which I still have my doubts, the remaining schedule. So they're now they're five and five, but they're at Clemson and home to Pitt. I don't think they can beat either of those teams, but Pitt's always weird. You never know. Pitt lays some clunkers sometimes. Uh, either way, five and seven is a terrible fucking first year. And uh, yeah, I mean, good win though. Good win because you didn't lose to Georgia Tech. <laughs> it's not a good win, but hey, you didn't. We're not talking shit about you right now. Uh, somewhat, somewhat. Uh, Wisconsin ten, Iowa twenty four. Boom! Let's go, baby. For all the shit. For all the shit they've talked about 
you know, to Kirk Ferentz, you know, giving him a hard time. All of a sudden, the Hawkeyes are what? They're six and four, and their two remaining games are at Minnesota and home to Nebraska. I mean, the Minnesota game they could lose, but I think there's a decent shot they could end up eight and four, and that's a really good season at Iowa. So come on. I, I want to see them in the Big Ten championship. Let's go. Let's go, Hawkeyes. Fucking do this. Nice win. Nice win. Their their defense and special teams. I watched that whole game. That you know, they're a bundle to they're, like they're a bundle of fun to watch. That the that defense, that special teams every single time. Now Petrus, the lawn chair? No. But that, I I said I, I said this was gonna be a battle of lawn chairs. And whoever made more turnovers, that was gonna be the difference in the game. Petrus was on point. He had a, he had one lawn chair fumble. That was, that was huge, but he was 14 of 23 for 94 yards. That is winning football in a matchup like this because Graham Mertz was 16 of 35 for 176, but he threw two picks. Yes. He had a touchdown, but he threw two picks and one of them was a pick six. So there we go. There we go with, with that one there. Shout out to Iowa, Oklahoma state 20, Iowa state 14. This game was, this is what I mean though. Iowa state moves to four and six. I felt bad for them. They were in, they were in position. Their remaining games are Texas tech and TCU. They can still go bowl, you know, bowling, but um, Iowa state was, was uh, up in the fourth quarter, pretty much for all the fourth quarter, Oklahoma state score with four minutes left, four minutes left. Uh, this was a good game. The Oklahoma state moves to seven and three. They keep their chances alive. And that's, what's going to be really fun to watch is the big te- or the big 12 conference race. Now I, sh- I feel like I should load that up right now uh, to talk about that because that is uh that that's a lot of, uh, a lot of teams that are in the mix there with Texas losing today. Let's try to, let me try to figure this out right now. Um, Cause Kansas state wins. But Texas Tech beats Kansas, which I think kind of eliminates Kansas. Um, so TCU, I think, is officially clinched, right? Or I guess the yeah, I think they've officially clinched. Um, okay, so TC right now it's TCU K State, which I have a K State to win the Big Twelve ticket. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, remember, K State was up big on TCU before both their quarterbacks got knocked out. They're up 18, I think. But one game behind K State is Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas, which all three still have a chance. Shit, you can even make a case. You can even make a case that Kansas and Texas Tech are theoretically still alive, which is fucking insane. Because what? Baylor plays Texas next week, so someone's going to lose there. Kansas still plays Kansas State. What is what is a Texas Tech schedule? I don't even know. I mean, th- this is this is fun though. I think it's going to be. I think K State's actually like. I I think K State can beat TCU. I think they can win it. I know I'm saying that because I have a ticket and I believe that. But I also, I also really believe that they would have beaten TCU had their quarterbacks had not gotten knocked out. Um, Alabama thirty, Ole Miss twenty four. Ole Miss had a chance to get get the end zone and, and grab the dub. Bama hangs on and wins. I thought Nick Saban made great halftime adjustments slow down the Ole Miss offense and Bama wins and, and Bama would still be, this is why a 12 team playoff would be fantastic is because Bama's eliminated, but you know, uh, in a large playoff, I, I, I think they could be a dangerous team, dangerous team. So could a lot of these teams. I mean, maybe they would lose in the first round. Who knows that it'd be fun because it wouldn't be in Tuscaloosa. It would be wherever 
they would, you know, more than 12 teams would be even, even more fun. Um, I'm not happy with 12. I will not be happy with 12. You know this folks. Um, all right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience week 11 reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Louisville 16 Clemson 31 shout out to Clemson. I watched this game. Malik Cunningham got knocked out of this game, but I still think Clemson was the better team here. Uh, had he even been healthy, but all the, all the way through, I just feel like the ACC doesn't really have anyone that's that good. I think it's the worst we've ever seen the ACC. I think it's the worst we've ever seen a power five probably. Uh, but shout out to Clemson. Clemson's going to go like 11 and one or 12 and one. And I think you can make the argument that they're the worst 11 and 12, 11 or 12 and one power five team to ever be that at least in, 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 in this century. Um, Maryland zero Penn state 30. Boom. Easy. We locked up Penn State minus 10. Triple lock. Boom. Maryland sucks. Ah, they had a winning record. They're not good, though. You know that. That's the thing, though. I mean, even Clemson, like, I know I'm talking shit about Clemson, but you have a large playoff. They could they could beat some teams. I mean, like, I think Clemson's defense would be able to to line up and beat some teams that we weren't that they, they probably shouldn't be beating, but that's the, the, I think the gap between, you know, like, like Patty C said, five and 50 is razor thin. So it would be awesome. It would be like March madness, but better. Um, Appalachian state at Marshall Marshall wins 28, 21. These games are always fun. I watched a lot of this game um, app moves to well, app. You know what's happening? Sean Clark's five and five now. I mean, are you even going to get to a fucking bowl? That's one of the, the win totals that I really fucked up. I was on the over with app state and I was looking really good. I thought felt like after even the North Carolina loss, I was like, Oh, this team's legit. They have ODU and Georgia Southern remaining. I do think they'll get to bowl eligibility, but they, they might lose to Georgia Southern. Wow. That's a down year in app. And you brought back chase Bryce and a bunch of players. I think Sean Clark, I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota 31 Northwestern three. I watched zero of that game. I think one play actually. I think I watched one play. Uh, yeah. Minnesota continues. I, I have won Minnesota to win the big 10 West. So that ticket's still alive. My North Carolina ticket to win the ACC coastal, I think is a done deal. Plus 700 to win the coastal. We'll see if they can knock down uh, Clemson in the ACC championship. UCF 38 Tulane 31. You know, I got I, I, I misdiagnosed this one. I thought Tulane was to be the more physical team. UCF was the better team from the minute this game kicked off until the end. I watched this whole game. There was no fairy dust on this. UCF's the better team here. It'll be interesting to see the rematch though in a couple of weeks. If, uh, if, if they're, you know, if they can grab some wins, I think that we might get this rematch and that will be fun. Um, 
Boston College 21, NC State 20. <laughs> finally. Finally. Oh man, I knew this NC State team was fool's gold. Their record, the fact that they were ranked was ridiculous. They were the luckiest team in the nation. Sometimes all you need is luck, but that luck runs out. You play enough of these close games, it runs out. BC wins in Raleigh. This is what I mean. The ACC is trash. It's absolute trash. People were saying, oh, God, they're a good team. Now, they're trash. I, I give me a large playoff. Uh, the, the you you know how we fade Rick Barnes in the NCAA tournament or certain coaches, you give us a large playoff. NC State loses the first round, guarantee you, in Raleigh at home. I feel good about that. Uh, they could be playing Southern Miss, and I I would feel good about that. Uh nice win by BC though. They needed that one, man. UTSA fifty one, Louisiana Tech seven. <laughs> Roadrunners, yeah, Roadrunner. Give me UTSA at NC State. I feel good that UTSA would beat them if we have a large playoff. It'd be a fu- these would be fun matchups and all these towns. You gotta have a large playoff. Shout out to the Roadrunners as they get a step closer to uh, winning the CUSA. Army nine, Troy ten. Whew, this was a this was a good one. We had this on the TV there. Army was up nine to three. I feel like the whole fucking game, right? They're up nine nothing at halftime, but they missed the extra point on the very first score of the game, right? And that cost them because if not, this game would be going to overtime. But even worse, Army gets in position to win the game. It was like a twenty-five yard field goal, I feel like, or a thirty-yard field goal, and the kicker misses it. Absolutely brutal loss by Army and Troy. You lucked up here. You, you look. You, before you got some, uh, some bad luck when app completed that hail Mary to beat you. Well, you got, you got, you got lucky here. Get lucky here. Shout out to Troy UAB 41, North Texas, 21. That was a bit shocking. I don't know which UAB is a hard team to understand. Now that bill Clark's gone one day, they show up the, the next they don't. And it's really hard to, to forecast UAB, but nice win for them. As uh, they, you know, they're keeping their bull hopes alive. They moved to five and five, disappointing season. But uh, watch out! Look, UAB plays at LSU. If the right UAB shows up, which is a which is a big if, they could they could give they could give LSU a game. I'll tell you that I'm gonna take the points, take the points. But if the wrong UAB shows up, they might lose by forty. I'm excited to watch that one though. Um, Charlotte 14, middle Tennessee, 24, shout out to middle Tennessee stock. Still goes to five and five. Uh, all he needs is one win left. And I think he's going to get there to get to six, to go bowling. I was on the wrong side. I told everyone this morning to take New Mexico plus like 22 or 23 points. Boy, was I fucking stupid. Air force rolled them 35, three, New Mexico's offense. Couldn't get anything going. Air force continues to look good. Florida 38, South Carolina six. This is my point. I mean, Florida's not that great of a school. They just marked South Carolina. South Carolina has been trash all year. I know I talk a lot of shit about NC state and I think, you know, cause I thought they were fool's gold. The real fool's gold is the South Carolina Gamecocks. Like South Carolina is not a good football team. They should not be in a bowl. When I watch that team, I say that is not a good football team. Watch them beat Tennessee next weekend. But that's this season. But uh, 
Shout out to Florida. They look great today. And I think Napier needed that. He's got two wins in a row at a and M. So he started to get some stability there. Find out who his team is. Texas state 21 South Alabama, 38 South Alabama continues to be a great story in the sunbelt, Texas state, Jake Spavadol. You got to wonder, you got to wonder if his time's running out there in San Marcos, maybe they go to hire someone, uh, you know, maybe Justin Fuente or some Texas guy. Georgia 45, Mississippi state 19. I took Mississippi state. I bet Mississippi state plus 17. Mississippi state kills me as a team right now. I mean, just ever really since I don't like Will Rogers much as a quarterback, he's got zero athleticism and he's the epitome of a lawn chair, but it's not all his fault. These receivers drop a lot of passes, critical moment in the game. Mississippi state drops a touchdown. The very next play, they get stopped on fourth and one right at the 10 yard line, six yard line, something like that. I mean, look, Georgia would have beat them regardless of this game, but this game should have been a lot closer because, but Mississippi state just does shit like that. Lad McConkey takes like a fucking reverse, like 70 yards for a touchdown. Dude misses an easy tackle would have been like a three yard gain. Although, I mean, and there were some times, I mean, I thought Stetson Bennett should have got called for a, a, a a critical rounding in the first half, but Georgia was the flat out better team. And I was stupid to take Mississippi state, but I swear Mississippi state loves to kill themselves. They love to kill themselves. And, and you know, our Mike Leach is our guy, but they got to get some, they got to get some receivers that catch the ball. They got to get a quarterback. That's a gamer. Like Minshew, when, when Leach had Minshew, he was a gamer. Rogers drives me crazy sometimes. Uh, Washington 37, Oregon 34. This game was ridiculous. This game was absolutely fucking ridiculous. There was like 35 points in the third quarter scored in the, in the whole third quarter. And Dan Lanning, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, he, what does he go for a fourth and one on like his own 30 with the game tied up basically gave the game to Washington. They almost got in field goal range, but there was a bullshit moment where like Oregon's wide receiver catches a first down and then he fakes an injury to get a fucking timeout because it was a first down. They don't do the 10 second runoff, which would have ended the game. Washington gets the dub. I wrote, uh, look, I rode that. I rode that. And fans saying that the, the force out, come on. That's not a force out. That was not a force out. I'm no Washington fan. You know that. Uh, that's not a force out. Uh, Kansas 28, Texas tech 43. Shout out to Texas tech Man, Kansas battled all the way back. And then Jason Bean, terrible po- pocket awareness on this particular play where he gets strip sacked and Texas tech opens up the, the lead back to double digits, Texas tech, uh, one win away from, uh, from bowl eligibility. Joey McGuire, I think is going to be a good hire for them. I think it's going to work out. They got to figure out some stuff offensively and, and continue to get better defensively. But they, I mean, I don't know. They, there were many schedules at Iowa state home to Oklahoma. They could lose both those two. We'll see. It'd be fun. They're five and five though. They're pretty good. Kansas state 31 Baylor three. My philosophy is correct. I called this one. I called this one. Dave Aranda's defense and physicality works on all these other teams, but K state fucks with them. K-State can fuck with them. Their style. Shout out to K-State. 
Baylor, Texas next week should be fun. Wyoming 14, Colorado State 13. I told you guys to take Colorado State in the points. That thing cashed. Wyoming goes to seven and three. Craig Bull is a fucking amazing coach. Colorado, maybe you should call the guy. 14 13. Uh, Wyoming seven and three. This is a fan. I mean, look, Wyoming is still controls its own destiny on playing in the Mountain West Championship because if they can beat Boise next week in Laramie. Uh, they might get a buy before that. I'm not sure. No, it's next week in Laramie. Then they still have to go at Fresno state. Um, but it's still possible. They control their own destiny. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't bet on it, but still possible. Florida Atlantic 52, the airport seven. Whoo. McIntyre moves to four and six bowl eligibility. Still possible. Probably not going to happen though. either way. You quadrupled your fucking wins from a year ago. Willie Taggart goes to five and five. Will he get fired? His remaining schedules at middle Tennessee. That's a critical game because their final game against Western Kentucky. I don't think they're going to win that game. The middle Tennessee one can get them to six and six. And then maybe Taggart say, Hey, we're building it. Still. We were in a bowl. We're in a bowl. Um, Auburn 13, Texas A&M 10 <laughs> A&M moves to three and seven. They got the JFK bowl coming against UMass and then LSU. So they're looking at a four and eight season. Pretty hilarious. Pretty fucking hilarious. Shout out to Cadillac Williams getting his first dub TCU 17, Texas 10. Whew. This was more than this is uh, the score is actually deceiving TCU like fumbled a handoff with like three minutes left. Texas, Texas took it back to the house and actually made it like, okay, the, could Texas come back and get a stop? No, this was really domination by TCU. And I locked up TC or Texas minus seven. I'm a fucking idiot here, but I can tell you this. I lost money on, on Texas minus seven, but I am happy to lose money because I hate the Texas Longhorns. As you well know, for all the, I blame them for a lot of the realignment. Um, shout out to TCU. The great story. I hope they, I hope they go undefeated. Shout out to uh, Sonny Dykes and Jeremiah Donati. Uh, they're doing a great job. They're doing a great job there. And I was wrong. I, I questioned the Dykes hire. Honestly, I didn't think it'd be terrible, but I didn't think it'd be this good. I thought it'd be bowling like seven and five every year, making me look like a fool. Southern miss 23 coastal Carolina, 26. This was a game. No Grayson McCall, not a problem. Coastal clinches Sunbelt East. Great win for the team without, without big bird, their leader. Absolutely fantastic. North Carolina, 36. Wake Forest 34. Sam Hartman threw a critical interception in this game. They were up 34-33. Critical pick as uh Hartman, you know. He's he's throwing too much this year, in my opinion. He's good. He's back next year. Hopefully. Florida State 38, Syracuse 3. Whoo! Shout out to Mike Norvell. Like I said, this is impressive. The momentum that you're building here. I don't know that you're a great team, but you're dominating these teams. Syracuse has now lost three in a row, and you got to wonder. No, no, they've lost. They've lost four in a row. <laughs> you got to wonder. They're at Wake Forest next week. I would take Wake Forest to win that. That would put them at six and five, and then they're at Boston College. I think there's a strong chance they could go six and six. Maybe seven and five. Maybe they can win at BC. I don't think they're going to win at Wake, though. Wow. Open up six and oh. Mm. Mm. 
Shout out to Florida State. Oregon State 38, Cal 10. Oregon State is well, like I said, I mean, shout out to Oregon State. They hey, my over, my overcash. Six and a half wins. Boom! As they go to seven and three. They are a quarterback away from being so good. They're another one that I feel like that they're like kind of like Clemson of the West. Like their whole team is good except for their quarterback. I guess Clemson doesn't have elite receivers though. But they're a lot like Clemson. They're Clemson of the West. Um Yeah, and that's our slate. Right now we do have uh Utah up 35-7. Wow, they put they poured it on uh over Stanford right now in the fourth, the whole quarter left. San Diego State is up 38-20. Patty C still alive. It looks like critical win for the Aztecs. Arizona and UCLA are tied up as uh, currently I have this on at the T on the screen here. Arizona's at the UCLA 46 yard line with the first and 10 as we're about to head into the fourth quarter. Boise state's up 24, three on Nevada. Hopefully I can cling on there and Utah state's up 24, 10 on Hawaii. And that is our show folks. Remember Dan top 25 episode comes out Monday, subscribe to the college football experience. And, uh, I'm excited to talk more college football with you guys as always. Cause we love this fucking thing. So uh, until next week, give us a follow on Twitter uh, at TCE on SGPN. Give me a follow at the Colby D please. If you can get over to iTunes and give us a five-star review, we'd appreciate that. And uh, yeah, this, this race is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun down the stretch. Could be a lot more fun though. If we had a, a real large playoff, one of these days, one of these days, uh, until then folks, check us out. Uh, come talk college football on the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the college basketball experience. We've been rolling over there. So go check out that. All right. This is the college football experience. Week 11 reaction show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. Yeah. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.